Hi, my name is Suzanne Thomas, and I will be starting my 23rd year as a teacher, and this is my first ever attempt at a podcast. My podcast is titled, What is the Best Option to Safely Start School in the 2020-2021 School Year for My ELD Students and Me? After students listen to my podcast, the goal is to have them respond by agreeing or disagreeing to the recommendation I give at the end of the podcast, supported with evidence from the podcast and their own personal experiences. Most people with an educational background believe that traditional school is best for most students in regards to academics, structure, social-emotional learning, and accountability for teachers and students. Teachers of English learners, like myself, know the importance of icebreakers and collaborative learning opportunities that take place in the classroom. As an avid Excel teacher, we take pride in our ability to create a family for our students, many of which are the first in their families to consider college as an option after high school graduation. Trying to create that family feeling online will be a huge challenge. Unfortunately, the number of COVID-19 cases surging around the country in the last month has many questioning whether or not it is safe for students, teachers, administrators, custodians, and office staff to return to a traditional school setting and possibly bring the virus back to their families. The only ones wanting students to go back into the classroom this fall seem to be the ones with no classroom experience whatsoever. It's kind of ironic that the ones with the power to decide really don't know what is best for teachers and students in terms of safety. Many teachers, like myself, are heartbroken at not being able to see, encourage, help, and inspire their students. But most are not willing to return to the classroom if there's a chance they could become infected with COVID-19, pass it to their families, and possibly die or cause a death. Based on my student surveys, students have missed their school friends, school activities, and yes, their teachers during this pandemic. Some are bored, sad, and depressed because of lack of positive interaction at school. Some are making the best of this time by spending more time with their family at home, playing games and cooking together. Most are tired of this long break and are ready to return to school, but at what cost? Many of our parents that need to work and have younger school-aged children want them back at school because there is no one to watch them at home. Financial stress on families forces them to gamble with their children's health and ultimately theirs. Independent studies and homeschooling are currently available at my school district. I will be looking at a new Uh, the new options they are proposing and list the pros and cons of each option and then give my recommendation. The first option, online school. The pros, no spread of COVID-19, no mask needed. CDC guidelines would be easy to follow. Education will be provided online to students. Each student has a device and internet access provided through our school district. They even have days set aside to fix broken devices and offer other tech help. Teachers will be checking in daily with students, taking attendance, entering grades, answering questions, and be available for tutoring sessions and student or parent conferences.
Teachers can teach from home or their classrooms near their supplies and resources. Zoom meetings, Canvas platform, or Loom videos can all be utilized to interact with students. SEL can be addressed with daily surveys, backyard bingo, and teaching math through cooking. Now let's look at the cons of online school. Teachers can't connect with students and parents face-to-face. -face. Students not understanding their work and failing to communicate with the teacher will put them further behind. How will we ensure that students log in, complete assignments, and participate in discussions when middle school and high school students don't want to Zoom and parents aren't making them? What about parents with young children who both have jobs but can't leave their young children at home alone? Will one parent have to stop working? How will the loss of income affect the family? Many students depend on food services to provide them with breakfast and lunch each day. Although meals are available for pickup, what if parents are working and no one can take the students to pick up their food? Students miss their friends more than anything. The fun and activities at school provide an outlet for them to enjoy being kids. Their mental health is very concerning. Many students were depressed, sad, and bored, and even suicidal during the spring of 2020. The emotional, physical, and sexual abuse of students is also an area of concern. How can we help them? Let's look at our second option. It is the hybrid model. Here are the pros. 50% of students will return to a Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday instructional block with Wednesday as a professional development day for teachers and with time allotted for tutoring and conferencing with students. Siblings would be placed on the same block days. Masks to be worn by all students at all times, except when eating. Teachers will be provided with face shields. Sanitation stations will be put into every classroom and hand washing stations will be put in around campus. Clubs, activities, and sports could return if following social distance guidelines. Students would have better access to meals twice a day. Bus seating will need to be spaced out as well siblings would sit together. After-school program could provide after-school tutoring and activities for students with working parents. Students' SEL could be addressed. They will be happy to see their friends and learn coping skills along the way. Teachers can really have a positive impact on students. These are the cons of the hybrid learning model. It is going, it is it is going to be possible, is it going to be possible to have students social distance before school, in class, during lunch, and after school? What about the students who forget their mask or refuse to wear a mask? Will they be asked to go home? What about the ones who mess around and take someone else's mask off? Or what if a fight occurs? How will those situations be handled? How often will soap be put into the sanitation stations? Paper towels? Our custodians are already overwhelmed with what they currently do. What will PE and sports look like if we have to social distance? Will it be too risky to even consider? How will the students who stay home with their block when their block isn't at school get their meals if no one is around to pick it up at school? 
Bus drivers already deal with issues on the bus with kids who don't want to listen. Will those who are defiant lose their bus riding privileges? After school program numbers would be greatly reduced to comply with CDC guidelines. A lottery system will need to be in place to ensure fairness of who gets into the program. Will it be feasible to check every student's temperature before they enter the school campus? Who will monitor? Will we have enough supervision as this is going on? Okay, the third model. Traditional school, the pros. Human contact, facial expressions, empathy, immediate feedback from teachers, structure. Reteaching opportunities for content material, which leads to a better understanding and mastery of curriculum. Now, these are the pros. Students' SEL needs can be met. A sense of belonging, happier, mentally healthy, healthier students and staff. Classroom environment conducive for learning. Helps parents who work with childcare expenses. After school tutoring enrichment program can help with academics and childcare needs as well. The cons for the traditional um, school. Spread of COVID-19 and possibly die. District is proposing checking everyone's temperature every day upon entering the school campus. Won't this take too long? Who will supervise students while they wait in line? Temp below 100.4 to enter campus? What if a bus rider has a higher temp? How will he get home if parents are at work or if they have no transportation? Where will the school temporarily hold these students while waiting to be picked up? No way to enforce social distance and 100% mask wearing with all students back at school. How will classrooms be sanitized between periods? Who will be doing the sanitizing? PE classes have at least 60 students. How will you be able to provide physical education with equipment when you will need to social distance? What if a student or a teacher tests positive or dies from COVID-19? Will, will the school need to close? Will we return to online instruction? Those were the three options. Now, after looking at all the options and pros and cons of each, this is what I think would be the best option in starting the 2020-2021 school year for my students and me. One, begin with online instruction for everyone. Reevaluate after the first semester or trimester based on the increase or decrease in COVID-19 cases and CDC recommendations to determine if online learning should continue or if it would be a good time to try the hybrid model of instruction. Three, give students and parents the opportunity to continue with online learning or choose the hybrid model. Four, Reevaluate after another semester or trimester based on increase and decrease of COVID-19 cases and CDC recommendations to see if online learning should continue, if the hybrid model is an option, or if traditional school is an option based on, a vac based on vaccine availability. Number five, parents and students would still have the opportunity to decide if they want online learning, hybrid model, or traditional school.
I would like to add that if this pandemic isn't slowing down, it would be inhumane to require students, teachers, administrators, custodians, and office staff to return to a traditional school setting. No one's life is worth it. Thank you.